Welcome to Real Talk, episode 26. I'm Todd. This is AJ. Hello. Here we are. Here we are. So, we're not going to say this is crazy this time. But you kind of did just now. We'll save it <laughs> for when, if we get to episode 30. Right. Then we'll say this is crazy. I like this. Idea. Imagine episode 50. That'll be crazy. That'll be half a century. Half a century. <laughs> Oof, that's weird. Yeah, I know, right? Anyway, hey, if you're new to Real Talk, Real Talk is just an opportunity for us to have Real Talk, Real Conversation about life, God. Um, church and all of it, and how it comes together. Mm. This is our web series, which is essentially we have um, we, we just kind of have discussion over these questions that have been submitted already. Up above, you'll see a link www.theremnant.live/real-talk. That link is active 24 7 365. You can go up there, click it, it's going to open a form fillable box. You can enter a question, it'll shoot it in completely anonymously. Couldn't find you if we wanted to. No, I say that we have tried. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're about. We also do a live uh, version of Real Talk on Thursdays, which we will be doing this week. That's right. You got a time on that one yet? No, it's eight thirty. Yeah, nine? it's usually eight thirty or nine o'clock. We'll, we'll let keep you, know. you. We'll keep you posted. We usually post the day of, uh, so we'll let you guys know Thursday. Absolutely. So uh, we'll go ahead, and uh, we usually start this off by just kind of seeing, catching up, letting them know where we're at, how we're doing. So how you doing, man? Um, man. We just had a really good conversation off camera that was just, oh man. So, I don't even know how to explain it, man. Like, it was just, I wouldn't say it's groundbreaking, but like, for me, it was just, ah, oh, just a punch to the gut, but in the best way, you know. I, you know, you you even realized earlier just how, how, how much anxiety I have and like how easy that can rub off on other people. And like, sometimes like, no, like the, those things are hard to control, but at, at the same time, like, no, make, they are controllable, man. And like hmm. you said something earlier in that conversation we were having and it just hit me so hard of how much do we live in sin and how much do we think about sin and we don't think about the good things, you know, I know we had a conversation, you know, one thing that's tried to make me be better in leadership and, you know, just being better at life is making lists. You know, you've mentioned lists to me and making, you know, so I have this app where it lets me do these tasks. And I had six yesterday. I got five or six done. Which is awesome. But I didn't take it that way. Mm-hmm. I literally, like, I still had anxiety over this one thing that I didn't get done. <laughs> and, like, man, it just made me think, you know, stemming from that and then going into this conversation we just had with a couple people is, like, Every day should be a celebration, hmm. and it's not, you know, and it's up to us, like, like your own life, man, like, is, should be a celebration. It doesn't really matter what's going on around you, like, 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 we are literally the light of the world, man, and, like, we don't show that. Hmm. I know I don't, you know, there, I might have good times, you know, but, like, when it comes to my overall life, like, I do not look like a light of the world, because I'm anxious, I'm sad. I'm all these things. And like, man, it just hit me today, dude. Like from that conversation, like it makes me cry because it's like, dude, like what are we putting off? You know, do people want to be a part of this? And if they don't, we should probably be looking at ourselves because Jesus doesn't change. He's the same. It's us. (laughs) So like, I'm just convicted, man. Like, like I said, man, the first thing that came to my head was celebration. Like, 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 why is our life not a celebration every day? It doesn't matter if we're going through hard things, you know, because Jesus said that, that, you know, that was going to happen. You know, life's going to hit, you know, but like, man, we've already freaking won, dude. Like, so why are we so sad? <laughs> so, 
That's that's where I'm at, man. Like I just want to be better at being making every day a celebration because that's what it should be. Yeah, it's really powerful that you said celebration. It reminds me of the idea of the good news. You know, mm-hmm. that the Bible is called or the, the gospel is called the good news, right? Go spread the good news of the gospel. And what's the good news? Does it look good to the outside? Do do people like what's good about it by your life? If someone were to look at your life and say, that guy's a Christian, they watched you for 24-7, first thing you're going to think is, like, oh, they're going to see my sin. Throw that out. We're not even talking about that. We're talking right. about just your day-to-day life. Does it look like good news? Because hmm. what I have come to realize is for most people, including myself, and I, this kind of ties in with what we were saying off camera a little bit. I, I haven't gotten into it with what I've been thinking. Yeah. But why isn't it good news? You know, when you read the New Testament, people were celebrating they were why was paul able to say to live as christ and to die as gain because mm. he realized it's over like i can't lose mm-hmm. this is good news no one's gonna take this from me and yeah man i think there's been some weird shift and like i told you i don't even know where i'm at completely on this yet but we have a obsession with sin and people are like, oh, you mean the bad things? Even the way you probably took that shows what I'm seeing. I'm not even talking about obsession with like doing bad things. I'm talking about you and I are obsessed with not doing bad things. Bad things. We are constantly, uh, we glorify sin. So what is, what is the what's ninety percent of what we talk about among uh, with our brothers and sisters? I shouldn't say that. What is the vast majority of things we discuss? What's the topic? It's it's our mistakes, or it's Bob's mistakes, or it's Bob flaws, or, or um, you know, Lydia's uh, attitude, or what all these things, and it's just this constant weird obsession with all of our flaws. Spit and salt, man. Yeah, and I just don't think that, so where I'm at, and I don't, I'm not leaning on this completely, but it goes with this, is that maybe we are not, maybe we aren't actually following Jesus. Maybe we've created a religion where we talk about Jesus and we've created a religion that has Jesus painted over it, but it's still dead. And part of that is because, you know, when you look at people that follow Jesus, everybody that met Jesus, they were changed and they were joyful. And that didn't mean that. And it's almost like we said, we, we justify living depressed, dark, gray, lives by saying well jesus told us that life would be hard it's almost like we thought that him saying that means life sucks and let's just wait to die yeah i just don't think that's that's the gospel man and and i'm saying this to you guys what is it i don't know i've been questioning a lot of things man um so i'll say this so the guy who wrote some of you that watched this that grew up in church um I didn't grow up in church, but I knew about this book because yeah. when I became a Christian, someone actually had me read this. And mm-hmm. I read this book. It's a book called I Kiss Dating Goodbye. And it's by this young, this guy named Joshua Harris who ended up becoming a pastor, a big-time author, kind of a Christian leader, Christian rock star in a way. He just came out this week and said, "No, not only is he not a Christian, he's getting divorced. And somehow it just hit me of like, how does that happen? How does that – because – you want to know what I believe? I've said this. I don't believe any true believer ever um, walks away. Hmm. There's two options. Either someone's a prodigal, like you can't lose your salvation, or they never really knew Jesus. Now let's pretend for a second, and if Joshua ever watched this, I'm not saying you didn't, but let's say you never knew. Like, he, he, 
he never knew Jesus. He knew of Jesus. He knew the Jesus that this religion created. And that's why over time it ends up, it ends up, why do people walk away from it? Why do these, like, this has happened, right? Why do people walk away? Because maybe they never actually met Jesus. They just said, heard about him or they I picture this kind of weird, creepy puppet that we've created of, that looks like Jesus, mm-hmm. and we give it words. We put our hands in it says, Jesus says this, and then people go, yeah, he saves us, and then they find out there's no real salvation in it. There's no life in it because it's not the Jesus of the Bible. So not to confuse you guys, what does that mean? It means, you know, what – have you met him? Like, have you read about him? Have you have you went into a room alone, and when it says confess you to live and believe in your heart, have you actually done that? Have you went and said, God, put everything aside, Jesus – this is real. Like you, you exist. You are living at the at the hand of the Father. You have my sins are real, and I'm sorry. And I want I want a relationship with you. I don't want I don't want just to be a Christian. I want to be like Christ. I want I want to be like you. I want to be healed. All these things. I don't know, man. I just think for myself. Even why do I live a sad life? Certainly, sin is a real thing and, yeah. and sin leads to death. And we talk about that. And I don't want to say that we shouldn't ever, because some religious nut on here is going to say, that pastor said, that guy said, sin doesn't matter. First of all, I'm getting so tired of defending myself that it's almost, that isn't what I'm saying. Yeah. But what I am saying is I don't see an obsession with that. I don't see an obsession with being perfect because then maybe if you can be perfect on your own, maybe you don't need Jesus. That's what you think. And I think what the Bible really says is that sanctification process, and maybe this is rambling and means nothing to anyone, but if it resonates with you, that sanctification process, which means that's the process of us becoming more like Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. It definitely involves our decisions. Yes. But there's a huge part of it that is the Holy Spirit. It is a partnership between them. Mm -hmm. And here's the other thing. My justification, which means my being made right with God through Jesus, has nothing to do with me. It was all him on the cross. So, I don't know, man. Maybe this is all a bunch of craziness. But I, it does wrap back around to what you said because I wonder if that's why it, it's not, we don't celebrate. Because we're not, I don't know, maybe we don't. Even those that, us that know Jesus, maybe the reason we're depressed is because instead of following him, we're letting this religion tell us who we are. Does that make sense? Yes. I I think I can relate to that, man. Like, if I'm being transparent, like, I, and I've even said this before, like, I can look at my life when I first, like, got a taste of Jesus. When, when I was first, like, 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 when I was like this, like, like, I knew that I needed to change. When I, I felt that joy, I felt that power, that <laughs> change, dude. I felt it. I literally did it. I was praying with people in a gas station in Fort Wayne on Coliseum Boulevard. And now I'm sitting here going, amen, in the background, like, but not doing anything. Like, you know, like, like we do this web series, we do these things, but like, man, like, what happened? You're about to make me cry because in the shower, and I only tell you in the shower because I literally distinctly remember where I was. It was yesterday or the day before because mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this. I sat there and had the same thought. I said... When I met Jesus at 17 or 18, truly was saved, sat in that crowded room with this play, raised my hand, and walked out that night. Dude, I about to cry. Like, I lived under such a realization of freedom that I had never experienced in my life. 
And then, you ready for this? And I say this to everyone. Why is it that my faith is more dead now that I'm involved in church than it was before? And dude, something's wrong. Something is wrong if that's the way it is. And I'm going to start with me. I'm not blaming everyone else. Something's wrong inside of me, the way I view it. But something's wrong with us and what we do. And like, you know, all these little things just to share. And I don't mean to make it about me because last week in Real Talk uh, Live, I sucked. Okay. I was in a negative place. And, and in some ways I was like, man, I even thought we should delete that. I'm like, no, man, leave it up. Let people see me at my worst. But like, how did I get there? I get so discouraged by the culture, man. I get so focused on what that guy's saying about me. You know, we just talked to our friend who's getting married. Yeah. And I'm getting, you know, the honor of doing their premarital counseling. And they're getting so much flack because I'm not married. Well, he shouldn't do your premarital counseling because he's not married. And you used to, I didn't even say it, but I'm used to it. And you're like, was Paul married? Was Jesus married? Like, no. <laughs> and I'm not even saying about me. I, you guys probably don't believe this. You know this about me. I'm not even upset about that about me. Like, there's a little part of me that's like, man, they must think I suck. But it's bigger of like, how can you think that way? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, something, yeah, religion, man. I don't want to be that young. I'm still young, even though I feel old when I hang out with you guys. <laughs> this young guy who's like rebelling against, you know, it's like the old versus the new and they're fighting. And, and it's not that, but something's wrong. You just said it yourself. You live more boldly. You're more involved in church. Yeah. I used to be more bold. And, and now it's like, but maybe, throwing this out to you, maybe, maybe that's part of the process. Like, let's say that both of, God has called both of us from his back. This, no one would choose either of us. If you're going to pick someone to do ministry, you're not going to pick us. I'm going to tell you right now, on paper, you're not going to pick us. Yeah, you're right. So maybe that's part of it is that, is, is we're dealing with the idealism of we want this to be the way that Jesus says it is. We want it to be. And now we're ha we're in this, this box that we're, not all of it needs to be thrown out, but maybe it's, well, that's the wrestling, man. Maybe mm. that's, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. It's that pressure of, of figuring it out. Maybe, but I also look at it like from a standpoint of Paul. Did anybody, even then, would anybody look at Paul and go, that guy's not going to be a leader? He used to persecute Christians. He killed them. Exactly. And yeah. yet, there he was, standing up going, I'm the worst of these, but here I am. Yeah. And like, I think of like, what happened? Because even then, people still looked at Paul as a leader. <clears throat> you want to you wanna know what, this just came to me. This is going to, I don't mean this creepy, but it kind of yeah. hit me. Maybe the problem is, because they end up accepting Paul's name of Jesus, maybe we let... Pharisees into the like instead I don't use that term how do I put it I'm trying to think somehow sure. we've allowed <clears throat> because I don't think I think Paul would get fired from a church today hmm. if Paul was a pastor they'd kick him out they'd tell him he wasn't a Christian I actually believe if the apostle that. Paul led a church they'd kick him out of the church why because he was uh, intense mm -hmm. he was harsh he, he wasn't married hey Paul you can't do our premarital counseling you're not married. Jesus, sorry, you can't tell us about marriage because you're not married. Mm -hmm. That's when um, when we look at it like that, it's insane. It's Looney Tunes. But that's the but that's but that's what I'm saying. Upside up has become down, and down has become up. So so now now you go back to what I said earlier about religion. Like if we literally think we would kick G, we would tell Jesus Christ. People are going to say you're not Jesus, Todd. That's one of their argument, right? Like let's say that. 
Okay, fine, we'll use Paul. Like, that's it. It's, it, it sounds insane, mm-hmm. but that's the culture. Yep. The culture says that's okay because who, who has dictated the culture? Are you ready? What if we would let the, the people that know how to clean the cup on the outside best be the ones, but the inside's dirty, be the ones to lead the church hmm. with a capital C? So like I don't I'm I, like you said you didn't want to necessarily call them Pharisees but like fans of Jesus yeah maybe they are Pharisaical like the, yeah. that idea because what made the Pharisees so bad as they to Jesus is that they were putting weights on people's back but they weren't telling them how to take it off remember that he said mm-hmm. that they cleaned the outside up and were telling everyone else you need to be as clean as me on the outside but they didn't care about the inside they just wanted the appearance of godliness but denying its power that verse has been in my head a lot lately that's in there. The appearance of godliness, but not high in its power. Dude, that's... In fact, I'm looking that verse up while we're talking. Man. But maybe that's why. Because we've let those people who care about the appearance of godliness mm-hmm. tell us what godliness is. When really, Jesus is you know, looking for the inside out. Hmm. I just... Man, like... Sometimes we just... We get so caught up, dude. And like, it's funny because like, you know, the very first time I ever heard the term Christianese was here. And obviously, before I was a believer, I didn't understand it. But that's the thing, was when I first, like like I said, when I made that commitment, I was on fire, man. And like, like I didn't even know what being on fire meant, but I was, and I didn't even realize I was. Because here I was doing these bold things, and, you know, I could literally feel the Spirit moving, dude. I felt it. And then, like you said, for some reason, somewhere along the line, what happened? I <laughs> here I am. Like, I don't know. Well, think, let's think it through. What happened? What like, what what's the fear now? Because that's it, right? Like, that's that's the problem. Is that for me anyway? I'll tell you right now. Well, if those people, if I don't please those people, then I then I can't serve the church, hmm. right? Or these people outside our our own church, even you know, capital C. If they say bad things, and it reflects badly on them. And I don't know. I, it's weird, man. Because like. I was inspired by us, <laughs> you know, just to talk about, you know, just our church specifically for a second. Like, like I was inspired, man. And yet somehow I've, I've managed in my own head to twist it now to where I don't feel worthy of that. You know what makes me sad? I think a big part of that's come the closer, you know, if you don't know, AJ's been mentored in this. I let him see a lot. He's, he walks around with this behind the scenes. Elite. Dude, you're seeing it. And I think it scares you. Maybe, right? Like you're seeing that, man, these people can be like, you see what it's like. And then yeah. and then what are you going to do? In your mind, because I know you, tell me if I'm wrong. I'm going to say this front. You say, well, I, I think Todd's an okay guy and they're tearing him apart. What are they going to do if they know all my stuff? Oh, man. Right? Yeah. Because that's partly true. Anyway, this verse real quick. Second Timothy 3. But know this. This is Paul talking to Timothy. Difficult times will come in the last days. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, can't can't be brought together, slanderers, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, without love for what is good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And here it is, holding to the form of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid these people. 
So another version says, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. So what's that mean? That part means they will talk about it, look like it, be religious, but they'll deny its power by the, by the transformation actually happening in their lives. They won't actually believe you can be forgiven of sin, that people can be changed. But as long as we look the part. But then, you know, what's, and we've talked about this. If you look the part, but don't change on the inside, you'll never actually grow. No. And what's the point? It's dead. That's what I'm trying to say. I, what's the point? Why, why, why go through this? Why, why go to church every Sunday your whole life? Why, why make that appearance a thing when you don't even believe it? What's the point? Like you're not helping yourself, you're not helping anybody else. Like, like if you truly don't believe that there's nothing after this, or at least you're living that way, why do it? Because you're just wasting your time. If, if you want to be part of the world, go be part of it. Go be part of it then, because at this yes. at this point you're lukewarm, <laughs> and like like you're, right. you're you're at that point you're sitting in the middle. You might as well just go left or go right. Like there's no point in sitting in that. You know, either go be part of the world or actually you know be part of the change. Be you know believe in something. You know that brings me back to <laughs> back as leaders. Yeah, um, a lot of people, and I include myself, they're afraid. Not even just leaders. So why do we, then we come to, why do we allow that to happen? Why do we allow this to be the culture? How does that happen? How does a culture, if that's true? So let's see what we're saying. We're saying that we're creating a culture of fear. Tell me if I'm wrong. A culture of, of, of trying to be perfect on our own. Yes. Of being afraid to share our flaws. Of, of being afraid to really change. Of trying to earn it, of all these things, how do we, of not having, of it not being, it's a weight, right? Being a Christian, the way we're describing it is a weight. It's a weight, yeah. So how does that, how does that happen? Or better yet, how do we stop it? I think part of it is, is that leaders, or do we rebuke that? See, we'll rebuke, I'll come up, you might come up to me, or we'll come up to our friends and rebuke them for pornography. Or, mm-hmm. Which is real and true, or sure. you know, men's groups or whatever. We'll rebuke them for stealing. We'll rebuke them for all these things. But do you rebuke people for pride? Do you rebuke people for hatred? Do you rebuke people for slander in the church, or do you just join in and let it happen because you don't want to rock the boat? And I'll be honest, there are people in this church that it's scary, right? You don't want them to leave because mm-hmm. if they leave, well, then you can't. You don't have a church. But then, who are we really saying is God? Who's making this building, this church happen? <laughs> Is it the people? Can God have it keep going if he wants it to keep going? And that's your church too. If you're a Christian leader, a pastor, you know, why are you afraid? Because I believe most of them, they want that for their congregation. They probably believe this too, right? Sure. They live in that same fear. So then what is it? You're afraid. You are afraid of what will happen if you push and prod and rebuke your congregation and tell them, we've got to stop this culture. You're afraid because then maybe they'll stone you just like they stone the adulterers. Right? You'd rather be in the crowd. We said this a few episodes ago. You'd rather be in the crowd ready to stone the adulteress than admit that you are the adulteress without Jesus. Right? You know what? You know, going back to Jesus, uh, we talked about this. This is when we talked to the Pharisees. And in, in, in my, my Bible actually says the, the headline. This isn't, in the, isn't actually in Scripture. It says, Religious Hypocrites Denounced. Jesus spoke to the crowd. 
and to his disciples. The scribes and the Pharisees are seated in the chair of Moses. They're in the chair of authority. Therefore, do whatever they tell you and observe it, but don't do what they do because they don't practice what they teach. They tie up heavy loads that are hard to carry and put them on people's shoulders, but they themselves aren't willing to lift a finger to move them. I'll put that weight on you, but I won't, I won't help you get it off. They do everything to be observed by others. They enlarge their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels. They wear the right clothes. They do, oh, look at me. They love the place of honor at banquets and front seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called rabbi or teacher by people. Uh, and this is interesting. But as for you, you do not, do not be called rabbi because you have one teacher and you are all brothers. Do not call anyone on earth your father because you have one father. He's talking about in that position of like God. Yeah. And, um, and do not be called master either because you have one master, the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, and this is so powerful, hypocrites. You lock up the kingdom of heaven from people, for you don't go in, and you don't allow those entering to go in. <laughs> you don't tell them. You tell them they're not good enough, that they can't be. When, when the truth is, we're all not good enough. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the only way, you know? I don't know. It goes on and on. Yeah. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You travel over land and sea to make one proselyte, proselyte like one follower, um, you know, one convert, okay, one Christian. And when he becomes one, you make him twice as fit for hell as you are. Because being saved is not, you cannot, if you clean the outside of yourself up, if you, if you overcome addictions and all those things, you still won't be saved without Jesus Christ. Amen. So, I don't know, man. This stuff's just powerful. Go read that, guys. Matthew 23. It's one of the few times Jesus gets really angry. Yeah. You know? And maybe that's because he knew what would happen if we let that kind of culture take over. People would stop looking to him and start looking to other people to tell them whether they were okay. Which sounds great sometimes, right? Because sometimes it'll tell you it's okay to live in sin or it's okay to do this. But sometimes it's also, that's not okay. But also, that means you give them the power to tell you that you just... You can't be here. You can't worship. You can't do this. You've sinned too much, right? Without sin, grace. Whatever else it is. I don't know. Or you're not married, so you can't marriage counsel. Uh... I don't know, man. I don't know. Sorry to ramble, dude. No, this is literally, this is probably the best thing ever. <laughs> Honestly, like, I can't, I literally can't wait for people to see this. I'm just going to be honest. Um, Because... I needed this, man. Like, I I suck. And I have become part of that culture. I'm the one standing in that crowd. Me too. You know? And, like, <laughs> I think to myself, like, man, like I said earlier, like, like what happened to you? Like, <laughs> you felt that. You felt that spirit. You felt that power. And somehow you've managed to normalize it because it's anything but normal. But you, you've managed to, to fall into all this. To this scheme of religion, you know, like you've become part of that, you know, and like that's it's sad, <laughs> you know. Like I said, every day should be a celebration, mm. you know. What am I gonna do after we're done filming this? What am I gonna do to make this day a celebration, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm reading Acts right now, started yesterday, man, hit me so hard. Second, the way they the second chapter, yeah. Yeah. And they grew by day because people saw what they had and they wanted to be part of that. Are we doing that? No. I don't think, yeah, yeah. As a, And we're talking overall as a culture. Yes. You know, 
Yeah, you know, on the other side of this too, I want to, this just came to me too, so I want to put it back on myself. So let's say there's sin areas in my life that I'm not overcoming. You know, the Bible says confess your sins, whether you be healed or something with that or praying. And, you know, why are there things that we could overcome that we're afraid? Like, because at the end of the day, yes, we should care about that culture, but also why am I so afraid? Why do I fear man more than God? <laughs> you know, and, and that's on me. And, and that, that's part of this too. I fear, and in you too, if we're living out of fear, the truth is, and there are times we get caught up in this religion, and this goes for everyone, we fear man more than God. Amen. I do. I And that's that sucks. Yeah. You know, sorry to say it, but that does. It, it stinks. Sorry. <laughs> no, man. Like That stinks. I don't see, like, I, I can relate to that because I do. I do fear man more than I do God because if I didn't fear man, I, I would be able to talk to people. I wouldn't, you know, you also, you, something you said to me the other day that hit me really hard. You were talking and you're like, man, sometimes I feel like you just don't, you're not straight up. You try to beat around the bush around things. You don't want to actually tell me what you're thinking or what's going on. And it's like, dang it, you're right. Because for some reason I'm still afraid. It doesn't matter what I share to who I share it with. There's a part of me that just, that just, <laughs> there's the, there's a wall there. And it will not be broken down. And it's weird, man. Like you said, like God's always watching, but yet it doesn't, for some reason, it doesn't matter sometimes. But yeah, I can't talk to a brother because who, knows, who knows the worst of me. <clears throat> and yet, even though despite them knowing the worst in me, I still, I still can't be real. Because what's, what are you afraid is going to happen? Right. Because we get, well, I guess I shouldn't say we, because I'm yeah, talking about me Yeah, what are you afraid right is going to happen if you do that? Yes. Yeah. What's, what's, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm scared. I've gone too far. I'm, I'm and then what scared. Will I do? Right. You'll push me away. You like, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> That's it, man. But it, and it goes into a big cycle because I yeah. wouldn't. But do I think it's crazy that you think I would? No. Because that's what happens. And you've seen that. And I feel bad. And I'll say this to them. I feel bad for this guy. This guy's been safe for a couple years. And unfortunately for him, you know. He get caught. He's been here, which has been cool. Yeah. But having to see a lot of the stuff, man, that happens, and like some of it, I'm not perfect. I brought on myself. No. But some of it is, you know, you're seeing some of that dark underbelly, man. Of like, you try to, I don't know. I always, you've heard me say this. It's funny. There's so many things that I'm terrible at, like that I've done wrong, and like. You know, there's some things people criticize me for. It's fair. Let's say me. I don't want to make it about me. But, and I know pastors out there, or maybe even you, you can relate to this. But it feels like the, the things they focus on are the things I'm truly doing out of a good motive a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ah. So then you see that and you're like, man, that's scary. It, is. it makes you scared, man. And like, you don't <sighs> want to be part of it. You don't want to get kicked out. You know, you're right. in a relationship with a godly woman. You don't want that to reflect on them. It's just, it's all a mess and it doesn't need to be. It is a mess, man. And it's funny because like, again, like I you know, think about my own personal backbone, dude, like my personal strength, you know, like how much do I draw from God? Because Jesus literally told, you know, Peter, like he was like, listen guys, like, like this isn't going to end well for you. <laughs> People are going to persecute you. It's yeah. like, like they're going to hate you. That's and, true. But yet they still went, okay, I'll still do it. Because so it was real to them. Like yes, said. it was real. You know, it's funny. I actually, I literally looked up, I looked up, uh, just out of curiosity. I was, I was like, how did these people die? The apostles, how did they die? It's not good. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> like they literally, like it didn't matter though. You know, I, I think of Paul, you know, talking to these, you know, to the judges and, you know, in these chains, he's, ch he's chained up yet. He's still preaching to him because he knows it's real uh, to him. One of the most powerful verses in there is when the guy says, 
the governor, whoever looks at Paul and says, you would preach to me in those chains. You, you want me to be like you. And he says, I wish you were just like me, except for these chains. Oh, man. Imagine saying that. Like he's essentially saying, yeah, I wish you were me, but yep. you, you got except for these chains. Like that's mm. crazy. Yes. How like, bold would that be? So bold, man. Like I think of stuff like that. And like, you know, I think of how, P- uh, was it Peter? Yeah, it was Peter. Uh, how Peter died. He got crucified. They crucified him. And yet he was still, and even, even in the midst of taking a, a, a death that painful, he even said, hang me upside down. Because he was like, I am not worthy of dying the way my, my Messiah died. I was like, dude, this guy, literally, it's so real to him that he doesn't, it doesn't matter that he's about to die. Even in the, in the moments of him dying, he's thinking of, I, I am not going to put myself above Jesus because I'm not worthy of that. Like, <sighs> yeah. You're right. Like, goodness. Like, it's because it was real and it was living, man. And, and it's scary. And nothing's changed. It's all still there. It's still real. Yes. Yeah. Same. They followed the same Jesus. You're absolutely right. We hope, right? That, going to St. Timothy because just to talk about what you said, I think it's interesting. I wasn't going to, but it kind of talks about where this led. It goes on after he says, lovers of money, you know, denying its power. Then he yeah. goes, but you... Talking to Timothy, I follow my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, and endurance, along with the persecutions and suffering that came to me. What what persecutions I endured, yet the Lord rescued me from them. In fact, all those who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Evil people and imposters will become worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue what you have learned and firmly believed. And then he goes on and says, And no... And you know that from childhood you have known the sacred scriptures which are able to give you wisdom for salvation through faith. All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. You want to know why you should read scripture? Because it's the only way you're going to be complete and equipped. And then he goes on, and we actually read this last week. So weird, I, I shared this with you. I, I saw me charging before God in Christ Jesus who is going to judge living and the dead and because of his appearing in his kingdom, proclaim this message, persist in it, whether convenient or not, rebuke, correct, and encourage with great patience and teaching. For the time will come when they will not tolerate sound doctrine, but according to their own desires will multiply teachers for themselves because they have an itch to hear something new. They will turn away from hearing the truth and will turn aside to miss. But as for you, be serious about everything, endure hardship, do the work in an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. And then he goes on to say he's been poured out. He said, I have fought the good fight. I've finished the race. I've kept the faith. <laughs> That's it, man. I don't know. I was, I was going to say, like, what do we do? If you guys want us to leave you with something, like if you re- resonate with us, I'll tell you one thing you got to do. you got to stop letting other people tell you. I'm not talking about your pastors. Your pastors, I believe, have been, you know, they're in a position to teach you and you should listen. Yes. Assuming they're following God. But... You are a high priest. Are you studying what Jesus and the Bible actually said? Are you letting other people tell you? Are you following it? If, if, if your culture at your church or the Christians around you says to go this way, but you know the Bible says to not, are you going to follow that crowd? Or are you going to do the hard thing that it says here? Because it's, it, Jesus said, if you want to live a godly life, a truly godly life, you're going to be persecuted. You know. So what do you do? Are you are you truly praying, like guys? Sit down in a room away and sit and let yourself breathe for a minute and say, what do I believe? Do I really believe this? And if you do, what would change? Ask yourself that. What would change in my life if I really believed it? Mm. You know, um, that was, that's my advice. I don't know if you have any thoughts. Um, man, just, And love people. Yes. Gosh darn it. Just love people. Yes. <laughs> um, 
you know, I guess for me, and I don't know if you guys want to follow along with me, but I just think of, like I mentioned earlier, the first thing after, you know, right before we started filming this, I thought like, man, like celebration, like if you believe this and this is real, every day should be a celebration. Amen. Like, what are you going to do to do that? You know, how are you going to change your life? And I'm even, I'm, this is for me too. You know, it's like I said, as soon as we're done filming this, as soon as this is hit stop, what am I going to do? To make this life a celebration every day, you know, we've already won. I used to tell myself that every day and I have it in a long time. Why? You know, what are you going to do to make every day a celebration? Preach. <laughs> Boom. Hey, celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> Just celebrate <laughs> good times. Come on. It's Funny. true though. You know, like, man, so good, man. I think that's a great place to end celebrate let's make a culture of celebration let's figure out why this isn't good news and let's like why we act like it isn't and let's mm. let's remember why it is and live that way Amen. um hey you want to know a simple way to be better do the two things jesus said love god and love other people start there um however i think this is a good place to end we don't yes. really get any questions today uh we hope you guys i don't know if nothing else this drives you to scripture and drives you to think and pray through some of these things yes. you have any thoughts Post them below. We would love to interact and like let's make this a discussion. Let's yes. let's be the remnant. Let's mm -hmm. be different. Um, go read Romans eleven five and six if you want to know what that means. But if you're watching this and aren't part of what we do here, we are the remnant. We're in Columbia City, Indiana. Hey, we love you, and we do this because we hope it encourages you and pushes you and drives you to scripture. Um, I'm trying to think. You can, I already mentioned that we have a website www.theremnant.life. We also have our Facebook page. If you have not liked it, would you do us a favor and go like this page? Yes. And comment below and share it and do all those fun things. You got anything else? Um, I love you guys. Um, I mean that. Uh, like you said, if you guys have anything, you know, just anything that you guys want to comment below, we'll you know we'll get back to you. Whether that's actually replying to your comment in the sections below, or if we just we might mention it on our live stream, or we might mention it on the next peer reported episode. Please, if you have anything on your heart. Let us know. Um, we do have you guys do have the ability to even message us privately on our Absolutely. Facebook page. We try to get back to you guys as soon as we can. We will get back to you. We yes, just, it may not be. It know. might. Yeah, it might not always be immediate. So please bear with us. Um, show us some grace in that area. Hey. <laughs> um, tune in this Thursday for a live session. Uh, it's cool. It's you know you guys get to interact with us in real time. Ask us questions. Uh, it's just it's just a fun time, you know. Uh, we usually bring a guest on, so uh, make them feel welcome. Um, hey, I think I know who I've listened to this week. That's awesome. Um, you remember? Do you want to announce or no? no? Okay. <laughs> I think it's um, our second. Interesting. All right. We'll leave that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, we'll, we'll just it'd be a surprise. Come check it out. Yes, but um, it is someone that's never been on before. That's exciting. So that will excite you. It has been someone who has never been on. That's right. And then we're also even, you know, since you brought that up, someone else that, that's never been on here before. I know that we're also gonna be trying working towards a, a pre-recorded episode with somebody else who's never been on before. That'll that be one's a good one. yes, it's gonna be more of a themed idea because, uh, and they're okay with us saying yeah. this. They're not. They're not necessarily Christian, yeah. so they're gonna come in and we're just gonna kind of you know discuss. You know, beliefs. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, so, actually, I'm really excited about that because I know the guy. What I like about him is he's open to it. Yes. But and he's honest. Mm -hmm. So I think he's – and he's a smart guy. I think he's going to bring a lot to us. So I'm excited about that. Uh, looking for that in the coming weeks. Mm -hmm. I think that's about it. Yes. You got anything else? You good? Nope, I'm good. Hey, we, we truly do love you guys. Um, we're not perfect. Forgive me. If you watched last week's live, I repent to you. I'm sorry. I, mm. I, it was a rough day for me. I think it leaked out. 
Um, so I apologize. I usually do a pretty good job, but I looked back on that. I was like, man, I didn't realize I was I was in the doldrums. <laughs> uh, but hey, we do love you. We hope this blessed encourages you. Um, if it did, please like the page, like the link, yes. like this video, share it, all those things. We hope you guys have a great day, and God bless you.